Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, Master of Ceremonies. This week, we are on break. That means that in our off-season, we're going to be playing a game that's not exalted. We're going to be playing the wonderful game by Avery Adler, Monster Hearts. It is a game about identity exploration amongst teenage supernaturals, which can be played either very, very seriously and intensely, or perhaps with a bit of a more lighthearted tone. Since we ran this with an intent to keep it pretty short, we went a lot more lighthearted than your standard fare in Swallows, so look forward to us letting loose a little bit. The game system is a little bit different than Exalted. It is a Powered by the Apocalypse game, which means that anytime somebody makes a roll, they roll two six-sided dice, and that determines how well they do on any given roll. Usually someone is looking for a 7, and if they get a 10 or higher, they receive an even better result on their roll. With that more or less covered, this week we are actually just doing character introductions and basic setting construction, as that is an actual part of the game. So this week's episode is going to be a little bit shorter, but I hope that it's worth it to maintain the constancy and flow when we get into actual gameplay episodes. One final note on Monster Hearts. Because this is a game that is very sexual in nature and in theme, and this is a game taking place in a high school, I would just like to make an explicit note of the fact that all characters in this game are 18 years of age or older. With that, I'd like to thank all of our outstanding backers over on Patreon for helping us to make the show possible each and every month, as well as all of the fantastic people who have left us ratings and reviews over on iTunes, like How Is Then Name Taken, who just left us a wonderful five-star review. If you leave a five-star review, I'll give you a shout-out here on the show. And with all that out of the way, let's go to a mystical place called San Diego, California, in the year 2017, for a game of Monster Hearts. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. We are doing a special off-season episode once again, and this time I am joined by all of our regular contributors. I, as always, am Quinn Wilson, who will be the master of ceremonies for this special game of Monster Hearts that we're going to be playing. As we get ready to get into that, why doesn't everyone go around and introduce themselves and then briefly introduce the character that they're going to be playing today? Who wants to get us started? Lenny pointedly looks at Chanel. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I can start. My name is Alex Detta, and my character is Anthony Alessandri. He is about 6'1". He's a little bit skinnier, but it's clear that's just because he had a gross spurt. He has kind of light brown skin and purple dyed hair with the tips blue. He always wears a long sleeve striped shirt and long pants as well as boots. And his hands are free, but there's always little bits of lotion in between his knuckles and sometimes behind his ears. Well, he has to protect from the sun, Lenny. Don't look at me like that. You might want to say that because it sounds like he's doing some weird stuff. Okay. Anthony... He can go out in the sun, but it will start to get painful for him quicker than most people, so he has to be a little bit careful. Well, gee, Alex, why ever would he have trouble going out into the sun? Oh, well, Quinn, because he is from the skin of vampire. Just the skin? That's what they're called. That's what yeah, that's what yeah. the playbooks in this game are called, our skins. That's the tagline? Just the skin. He has 
green eyes and he tries to make sure that people look at other parts of his body as much as possible so they don't notice the scars on his neck. He tries to hide it, but they're high up from when he was bitten. And he has a little septum piercing. It's just a little black bar. Ooh, good idea. I like the eyebrows. Perfect. So that is Anthony. Who was going to go next? I am Lenny. Hooray. Nothing new. Go me. In my personal life, <laughs> but okay. And... Nadia Martinez is a witch on this campus, and she has it and knows how to flaunt it. She is a curvy woman, like Black China kind of, like crazy curves. And she does not get rejected often, but when she does, it it, it does not look good for the rejecter. And so she is a Latina woman, and she has dyed her hair kind of a, a, not a periwinkle, but more like a lavender. It's like a silver to a light purple. Yeah, like a taupe, oh, yeah. but it, it will transition into more of like a, a mauve at yeah, the Yeah, I think the color I'm thinking of was mauve, mauve taupe. Like a mauve taupe. Yeah, that's not yeah. wrong to say. Perfect. And she has a, a little a little nose piercing on the side, you know, a little little ring. And she's got some little ear piercings in the top part. Um, I don't have any, so I don't really know what the technical term is for when you have well, ear piercings up there. there's like lobes and then there's cartilage. So she's oh, got yeah. some cartilage ones rocking out and she's always wearing some fierce lipstick. Radical. And our last player. Hello, my name is Chanel and my character's name is Arnold Milano and he is of the werewolf skin. He is African-American and he has curly hair but in thick curls like myself and he has an eyebrow piercing he wears flannels a lot he really embraces the rugged look and he does have a bit of facial hair just because he realizes that he can grow it and not many other guys at the school can grow it so he's like yeah i'm growing this and he gets turned down a lot but that's okay because he doesn't really care much about that and Sometimes is gassy, very belchy, burpy farty, all that stuff. Uh, he has an eyebrow piercing and a uh, good-hearted dude. Awesome. So now that we all have a sense for the basic vibe of each of the characters. He's got a six-pack. Okay, now that we have a basic vibe for all, the six, for all of the characters, for all the six-packs of the characters, None of I was characters going to say. None of my characters have ever had a six-pack. Um, not that they've ever had a, any, any sort of pack at all. No. <laughs> oh, it's because he's a werewolf. It's his pack. <gasps> I love it. Let us all turn to the background portion of your character sheets where we will fill out those sections because those are very important as we get started. So let's go around in the same order, starting with Anthony. You're beautiful. Gain a string on everyone. Someone once saved your unlife. They gained two strings on you. Okay, so go ahead under where it says strings on your sheet and make sure that you put one for Arnold and one for Nadia. And you, Arnold, and Nadia each get one string on Anthony to start. And who saved your unlife nadia did what happened let's have the two of you flesh out what that situation was how that came to pass anthony is stoic he doesn't like to smile he doesn't like to talk but he certainly hates seeing people get picked on he's from a big family and he's one of the younger children so he always kind of felt like he had to take care and stand back but saw a younger student 
getting messed with by a group of bullies. And one of them happened to be a more popular, stronger vampire who was a bit of a psychopath. And when he gets messed with, he just wants to wipe out anything in his way. Okay, you need to give this character a name because this is clearly someone who's going to show up again. I should. His name is Lucian. Perfect. So he stepped in and things got bad. How did Nadia save him? So Nadia and Lucian had actually done the dirty. And so she had a sympathetic token from Lucian. And she saw that this was happening to Anthony. And she wasn't really feeling it because she likes to be the queen bee from behind. But she also likes to mess around with people. And she likes messing around with Lucian a lot because she has this power on him. And so uh, she made his skin turn yellow and made him have to vomit. And so he had to run away. Awesome. So you, is it one or two strings that Nadia has on you from that? Two. So you now have a total of three strings on Anthony, at which point we can turn to Nadia's backstory because you went second. Groovy. So the backstory says that she starts the game with two sympathetic tokens, decide whose and what they are, and then one of the others caught you rummaging through their friend's stuff, but kept quiet. They get a string on you. Okay, so there are two other people here, so it makes sense for you to have a token for each of them. What is that token? And Does that include the token that I have on Lucian that I just established? No. Okay. Unless you want it to. Well, I mean, like, because that would give me three starting out, but I start with two. It's fine. Okay, yeah. It's chill. Okay. That's like flavor stuff. Okay. It's like barbecue sauce. Cool. So, yeah, she's got a string on each of them. But what are the tokens that you have from them? So from Arnold, she actually has a lock of his beard hair. She's really into his beard hair. And from Anthony, she has like a small vial of of sunscreen <laughs> that she's collected from his hand. Right. Over the he time. He leaves a trail of sunscreen <laughs> droppings in yeah. his wake. It's like Gary the Snail, just like a trail. It's so unpopular. <laughs> so she's got some sunscreen that she can confirm has been on his body. Okay, and that means you have a string on each of them. So that's four strings on Anthony and one on Arnold. Someone caught her rummaging through someone's friend's stuff. Mm-hmm. So who was that that caught you? It was Arnold. Because she was trying to get dirt on Arnold's friend that she could use to get Arnold to like her. Okay. And what was this friend's name from either of you? Chester. Chester. Okay. So then Arnold has a string on Nadia. And now for Arnold's backstory, what does it say for him? You lack subtlety. Give a string to everyone. (laughs) Uh, You've spent weeks watching someone from a distance. Their scent and mannerisms are unmistakable to you now. Take two strings on them. Okay, so everybody mark down your Arnold string from that, and then who have you been watching? And do I get to mark another one on both of them? No, they get to mark one on you, and then you get to mark two on the person that you've been watching from a distance. Who is that? I am watching Anthony. Okay. I know he's a vampire. How did you discover that? Arnold was not born a vampire, nor bitten, but chosen by the moon. So he was walking home or kind of just wandering around gloomily by himself and very emotional because one of his friends had mysteriously passed away, his friend Misha. And he noticed at some point that um, after he was chosen by the moon, 
his sense of smell got stronger and Anthony became more apparent to him smelling different than everyone else. Okay. So keep like there's something off, but right. Keep those strings in mind because you've probably learned some dirty, dirty dealings about Anthony in your watching aside from the fact that he is just a vampire. So with that, it's now time for us to pick everyone's highlighted stat. Basically what happens is the person with the biggest number of strings on another character gets to pick which of their stats is highlighted. And what your highlighted stat means is every time you roll that stat, you gain a point of experience. So I believe that unequivocally, Nadia has the most strings on Anthony. Mm-hmm. So of the four stats, hot, cold, volatile, and dark, which one would you like to mark for Anthony? As in how I manipulate him? Well... Or what I get boosted when I'm rolling against him? So anytime Anthony rolls this stat, Anthony will gain experience. Oh, hot. We'll help a homie out. Okay. So go ahead and mark hot as your highlighted stat. And now, who has the most strings on Arnold? I have two. One. Then it would make sense for Alex to pick Arnold's and then for Chanel to pick Nadia's. Okay. So Alex, what is Arnold's going to be? Hot. All right. So that's two hots. Hot damn. <laughs> and so Chanel, what stat are we going to highlight Dark. for Nadia? Dark. Dark. Perfect. So now we've got our highlighted stats. And now we're going to do a quick little thing where we flesh out the class seating chart real quick. You are students in the year of our Lord 2017 at Balboa High School in San Diego, California, a fictional high school in the neighborhood of La Jolla, which for those of you who are not familiar with San Diego is coastal. It is set by cliff faces. It's got some rock beaches and a cove, and it is where the most absurdly wealthy people in San Diego tend to live and spend their time. And a nude I, beach. There is also a nude beach nearby, yes. I believe that Mitt Romney has a summer home there. Mm-hmm. At the nude beach. Yes, Mitt Romney <laughs> kicks it at the nude beach. With shifty eyes. <laughs> on the daily. There's actually posted signage that's got a silhouette of Mitt Romney with an X through it that says, keep your mitts off. Now y'all gotta think of Mitt Romney nude. Okay. You like it's your a bad favorite thing. uncle. You say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> oh. You're gonna like the way you mitt. I guarantee you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Romney. <laughs> Who? So you are all attending Balboa High. That doesn't necessarily mean that you are all affluent or wealthy, if you find it becoming of your backstory, but we are going to figure out where in your homeroom class you sit, and then flesh out some people who sit nearby you to give us some colorful NPCs to play with through this game. So does anyone have a solid idea of where in the classroom they might sit? Totally. Arnold sits in the back, and uh, he's got a friend, probably the closest person to him right now, which is... Him and Misha's friend Chester, and he also sits next to Misha's sister. Okay. Also, I'm going to introduce some of the people who are sitting around you. Oh. So then I can I- ask prompting questions. This is good, though. Oh, okay. Uh, do you sit, like, in the middle of the back or in one of the corners? Middle of the back. Okay. And what's Misha's sister's name? Leisha. Lisa. <laughs> Leisha, Lisa. Leisha, Lisa. Pisha. Hello, Pisha. Charles recently got taken home by the police why did they bring him in and did he do it charles totally teepeed the principal's car and put baloney on it so the paint came off he totally did it but ain't nobody gonna confess perfect and 
How long ago was it that Misha died? Five months ago. How is Lisa holding up? Better. Okay. She still, like, you can catch her zoning out. She's the one who sits closest to the window. And you can catch her looking outside, zoning out, and you can tell that she is thinking about him because her smile will fade. But then um, when she's brought back into reality, she kind of starts to fade back into her normal self. And what is her normal self like? Uh, Just very close in age. Her normal self is nice. And uh, she used to very much be a kind of like Cindy from Jimmy Neutron. But after the accident, it's kind of brought her less competitive and more about like surrounding herself with nice people and better company versus rushing after grades being good all the time. Like she still cares about her grades, but it's not what drives her anymore. Okay. Where does Nadia sit? So Nadia sits right in front of Arnold. Okay. She constantly wants him to notice her and conveniently to her left. No, actually it's to her left, but like one up, that's where Lucian sits. So she's always able to throw papers at him or anything like that. But actually next to her, behind Lucian, is her best friend, and his name is Cordell. And people think that they're dating, but she just likes Cordell because he's also a witch. Wizard? Either one. Witch. And so they they bond over that. Okay. Does Cordell like her? Cordell's in love with the teacher of that class so much so that he's never even thought about Nadia that way. Okay. Perfect. And is the teacher... Last name, Rios, male or female? They don't abide by a gender. Perfect. Then they shall be the pronoun by which I refer to them. What is their address title? What? What address title do the students use to refer to them? Typically, you refer to a teacher by... Teacher. Okay. So, Teacher Rios. Perfect. And there's a nasty rumor going around about Lucian right now. What is that rumor? The rumor is that Lucian can't read. (laughs) Yes. Please. He just always guesses somebody else what things say all the time. <laughs> and he gets books on tape constantly. But no one can confirm or deny this about him. Because he's got he good just grades. draws pictures. <laughs> right, he manages to pull the grades. He so. gets nerds Stares to do his really, homework. really hard at tests and then turns them in and then somehow gets A's on them. He hypnotizes people. Oh, oh shit. So, I'm going to say that sitting to the right of Nadia is someone named Trey. And I feel like right now the classroom is mostly populated by doodly types. So this is a is a lady. She's one of those types that you see walking around San Diego. Not a ratty, but like a somewhat slim fit, basic ass t-shirt mm. over just almost slim chinos or khakis. And despite the fact that it is a blatant violation of the school's dress code flip-flops. <laughs> In La Jolla? In La Jolla, yeah. <laughs> Fuck this school. <laughs> and she has a reputation that is actually disconfirmed by something that one of you knows about her that runs deeply counter to that 
facade. It could be either a positive thing or a negative thing. Who has that piece of dirt? And what is the facade that she puts forward to everyone else? Everyone thinks that she's super poor and ratty, but she's actually from a very wealthy family. Okay. There is a well-known nerdy student named Ari who sits at the front of the class. Mm. Bitch. (laughs) She is a well-established teacher's pet. Mm -hmm. I know know exactly who it is. And at the back of the class, uh, sitting on the opposite side of the class from Lisa, essentially, where she is window adjacent, he is up against the wall. There is a student who most people refer to simply as Big G or G. He is easily the most loved and adored student at this school. He has an outgoing and gregarious nature that seems almost unflappable. You know, one of you, about one terrible thing that happened in Big G's past. What was that thing? Big G ate his twin in the womb. (laughs) Big G ate his twin in the womb. Gonna Not be even prom like king, it. but he can't. just ate it. <laughs> I made the conscious decision to do accidentally that. killed someone, and uh, yeah, I was gonna say he playing flipped, a flipped sport. Well, too late. <laughs> <laughs> he ate it. Sweat of the womb. Y'all should have spoke up sooner. So that's a lot of personalities and names that we've got in this do class you want right some now. Some shit on Ari. Sure, I got some. Give me some shit on Ari. All right, so Ari is um, messing around with a freshman, and they had a pregnancy scare. Ooh. And Ari is actually a backstabbing bitch. Arnold does not like her, minus four strings with Ari. Perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So, let me take a moment to synthesize this, and we will jump in. Wait, we didn't say where Anthony sits. We didn't. Nope. (laughs) Hey. Also, Cordell looks like Richard Aoade. Oh, yeah. Where in the room does Anthony sit? Anthony originally wanted to sit next to Arnold because he likes him, but Arnold established that he wants that desk for for activities. (laughs) (laughs) So he sits next to Trey in the same row as Nadia, trying to get as far away from Lucian as possible. Nadia and Lucian are, are actively friends with benefits, but Nadia doesn't talk about it. Neither does Lucian. (laughs) Anthony also is close with teacher Rios, and he enjoys talking with them after class because he often feels like he's forgotten about and misunderstood. Okay, so I feel like the jock subset of student life is severely underrepresented here. So Anthony sits behind a jock. What is their name and what sport are they deeply involved in? His name is Bryce. He's really into cricket. Really into cricket. <laughs> this is Lavoya, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, also dabbles in squash. <laughs> and okay. croquet. Okay. I just think Heathers. So. A male Heather. It's obvious to me that this jock here in La Jolla, where you might expect a student at another high school to come into a class wearing a letterman's jacket or something, mm-hmm. he is wearing a polo shirt mm-hmm. and shorts with yep. a cable knit sweater draped around his shoulders yep. he, he always- has uh, ray-bans but it, it's only used to hold his hair up he never uses them as sunglasses perfect he always has the 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 paddle or whatever the cricket paddle yeah, yeah. he's always ha- with him always has it with him like slung over his shoulder like he may not even have his gym clothes with him it's just the paddle like we all know he practices at some point but it could be after school but he still brings it with him always perfect 
okay, now that we have all of that, I'm going to take a minute he to He also synthesize. wears berries. Oh, yeah, that was... Or chubbies. Or, yes, or chubby. Chubbies. Well, and chubbies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bless you. It's a good mix. A berries with chubbies, yes. Never Bless socks. You. Never, ever no. wears socks. No, 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 no. They just smell, and we know it, but we think he's an athlete, so it's fine. He's probably right. going to come to my college when he goes to college. <laughs> yeah, that's like every guy at USD. <laughs> so I'm going to take a minute to synthesize this, and then we will jump into things proper. <laughs> 